everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the JLG Numbers Podcast. My name is Jesse, and I'm very excited that you have all tuned in this week for a new episode. Okay, so on Friday, which for me was yesterday, um, there was an all-new episode of Numbers, and I was extremely excited because I have missed it. And this hiatus I did not enjoy because I don't enjoy hiatuses, especially when it's because of March Madness and because of the whole for real they have to have one because there's not enough shows. Anyway, that is besides the point. So I hope that you all enjoyed the last podcast that I did for you, which I believe was over the one-hour episode that aired a few whatevers ago. <laughs> I don't even know when. Um, okay, uh, let's see. So the episode that was on last night, was it Pandora's Box? Possibly. I don't have any notes, so we're going to fly by the cuff tonight, which is totally different than normal. I usually, I usually have quite extensive notes. So, let's talk about this. Um, last time on numbers, we ended with Megan, who kept getting calls from the DOJ's office. Is it the DOJ? I'm going to keep using it. If it's not the DOJ, you can send me an email and tell me that I'm stupid and need to get my notes straight, because I don't have any. Um, anyway, she kept getting calls, and um, basically, we found out that she did not have a choice, and she had to go do whatever it is that he called her to do. This episode, I was not satisfied with how they tried to resolve it. They basically said that she, um, uh, Rob Morrow's character, Don, said, you know, I would tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Or, like, I can't tell you. It's confidential. Don't ask me anymore. And I was not satisfied with that. I'm not going to lie. There wasn't enough story there. I wish there was more. Hopefully, we will get more soon, like next week or something. Um, definitely, hopefully, we get more because I definitely could use a little bit more substance of where she is. Um, I, I was a little disappointed, but anyway, so then let's, t I'm going to, instead of going in order on this one, we're going to talk about the main areas, the main storylines in like chunks. <laughs> okay, so the first main chunk that I want to talk about is the robbery that occurred in their house. I don't know why, but I was like super afraid when, sorry, I have to fix the mic. Okay. I was super afraid when they came home and it was like all weird and like, it was all like messed up and the, and, um. Mr. Epps gave Charlie... Why can't I think of Mr. Epps' name? Anyway, he gives Charlie the golf club because the people might be there. For some reason, I was scared that they were really going to, like, come out and, like, hit him or something, even though it was silly. And yes. Okay. That's what I was afraid of. I The robbery didn't bother me so much. The fact that people might still be there, that bothered me. Okay. So that um was very interesting because I kind of feel like we definitely saw the difference between um father and son there because... Oh, what is his name? I can't even... Th I have no idea. Whatever his name is. Uh, yes. I can't remember. Mr. Epps, the dad. <laughs> the dad dealt with his grievance and his fear in a way that I feel is a little bit more healthy. Um, he was... He was scared and he wanted someone to do something about it. Um, which I can completely see. Because why would you want someone to just stand there? Charlie, on the other hand, he seems to be good at solving everyone else's problems. But as we've seen throughout the series, he's not so good at solving his own problems. Like his relationship problems with Amita um, early on. He just, you know, he never vocalized anything. And he still never does, you know. He's very careful to not say anything directly. Which is a little frustrating at times. Because I feel like he should say something a little more directly. Sorry, that might get too close to my mouth. Um... I, that frustrated me, but so we really see the side of Charlie again. It comes out as he, um, as the dad called Don and said, "You know what do we do? Like someone stole stole like 
DVDs and all that kind of stuff. And Charlie's like, where is he? And he goes out there and he keeps himself busy because he doesn't want to think about it. And so he's working on someone else's problem to avoid his own. Um, which is definitely... He definitely starts to see the wrongs in his way. Um, I don't think he's going to be... I don't think he will apply it anywhere else in his life, like to his relationship with Amida and his communication skills between his relationships with other people. I don't see him applying that anywhere else um, at this point, just because um, he kind of see He's one-track-minded, and he may not use this association anywhere else, which is a little disturbing but at the same time he does help his dad out and he realizes that he can't be thinking of himself only i think on some level he realizes that maybe not on a greater level but i think that's um much healthier for him than what he's been doing up to this point and let's see so and then i love that he totally was going at this like the most difficult way he possibly could gathering data and like all this um, information and making algorithms and just he's thinking the way that he thinks and the only way that he knows how and he's so one-track minded he can't think of anything else and um, in the end we see you know Don he thinks very practically in many real world situations Charlie does think practical but I think sometimes his situations are not always real world they're um, a lot of times like all his math problems are like best case scenario um, very because he has to generalize sometimes and granted he generalizes from uh, true data but at the same time he he's setting stuff up for a perfect mold it's not very good with variances and so we we really see how um, that can hinder him and he totally wasn't even thinking about a GPS locator in these newer computers but Don you know that seemed like yeah, that is definitely an easy thing to do, which was so good, and I'm, I was really amused by that ending. I thought it was really funny. Okay, let's see. Another storyline we had, of course, was the airplane, the actual case story. Um, this case story was very interesting to me. Sometimes these case stories kind of scare me to think that they could actually come true, but um, besides that, I thought that this case story was... Um, it was very interesting in many levels because the plane crash um, uh, with the um, debris flow equation where everything should be, I thought was very interesting. And just like seeing the real world application of mathematics is so interesting to me as a math major. Um, I'm a double major, if you, so math and English, which are totally opposite. But anyway... Um, they're not totally opposite, but anyways, um, I was very fascinated to see, like, how much he could infer from his equation, and although, you know, I said everything is, everything that he does is, um, best case scenario, like, it, it does help, and it, there's so many situations when it does help, when it comes to something like this, that is very mathematically driven, something like a crime is harder to do mathematically, but, um, I, so I really appreciated the fact that he could account for so much based on his mathematics and um it's very interesting and of course um i like it whenever there's good scenes between colby and uh with colby and ooh, what's his name is his name david 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 probably david uh with their uh with actions in them and like different criminals and um chasing people and the guy that um the IT guy of the of the plane and when they were chasing him I loved that part just because it was so 
it was so action filled. But then you have them come in, and I was like, I think people that run that try to make excuses for themselves just make themselves look so much worse when they give excuses. Like you know, there's something wrong if they're running from, um, if they're running from the federal government aid people. <laughs> like you know there's something wrong and yet they're trying to tell you there's nothing wrong which really bothers me sometimes but it always makes for great entertainment to see people try to um dig themselves out of such deep holes that they've set themselves into uh let's see then we had um the guy the the one from the fly, <laughs> the flying people what is it called the FFA? I don't even know. The Flying People, the government agency for the flight people. He, for a while, like, even though he was so cooperative, I had to wonder if he was part of the crime in any way, just from some of his actions and some of his reactions. Like, I wasn't sure. Um, which I think is always going to be an interesting twist. Uh, as they did, I do believe they did that in season one, though, already with the subway problem. Yes. Okay, so now that you're a little confused. Um, let's see. When Charlie and Amita and, is it Millie? Um, Mildred, yes, Millie. They, um, hooked up the black box, uh, to their, I don't even know what they hooked it up to. They hooked it up to something, their computers specialized things, um, to simulate, to see what the plane had been going through, and they'd rewound the time, and just to see, like, the planes traveling, and, like, all of a sudden, some blip in the machine happens, like, that is so suspenseful, even though you have no idea what's going on. I think it is so interesting. And, um, I, like, that to me is really great writing. If you can keep me interested, even with all of Charlie Epps' crazy mathematical speech and the crazy things that you don't understand, but you're still so enthralled in, like, that to me is one of the greatest amusements of my life. I can't even, it's just so fun and so strange but it's still so interesting. Like, it's like medical shows that can keep me interested, even though I have no idea what they're saying. I'm, like, I props to them. That's amazing. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, and the twist, when it wasn't, it wasn't about crashing the plane at all, and it was about getting, um, getting part of, getting, changing the pro computer program with, like, access codes and sending algorithms in through via airplane. I don't even know. Like, that's so interesting to me. Like, I love the twist. It was huge and it it totally caught you by surprise, I think, because I mean, you kept thinking it had something to do with this top secret bomb thing. I don't even know what a missile thing that they're working on. It's so great to like, totally be misled, though. I think that doesn't... It's so hard to do nowadays just because there's so many different scenarios that have already been put out there in horror movies and all these new shows like CSI and um, Numbers and all those, like, Law & Order kind of things. I think it's really hard to catch your audience off guard. And I think that Numbers did a great job this week doing that. And I'm very excited that they're kind of back into a groove. Okay, and so this episode seems to be going a little short, eh? Uh, let's go ahead and talk about... Um, what what will be going on in the future of this podcast? I do believe last week I already addressed the um the new episodes and all of that jazz. I do believe I already addressed that, which we decided I think was it Tuesdays, Mondays, Tuesdays, um, or even Sundays. 
Uh, this one's probably getting out there a little early, which is fine. You know, whenever I can get a recording in, I like to do it then, especially when it's new in my mind. Um, again, I want to say that the show is going to be so much better if you guys just send in your feedback and your audio comments. Like, your interaction is going to make this show great. And I want my goal for this podcast is to be able to play audio comments through that you guys leave me and um, to read emails that you guys send me and just get your information out there and what you have to say because I think that it helps people to see the show in a new light and it helps them to understand other things better. Like, if you can point out something really cool, um, it's really helpful. Um, also, let's see, I'm going to give you a little prompt for next week. Uh, if I don't receive enough emails, I probably won't address it next week at all. So it'll be like one of those things that fell off the radar. Um, uh, bad continuity, whatever. But I'd like to know what you think is going to happen to Charlie and Amita's relationship. I feel like for so long they've been at such a a standstill, like... They haven't really done a whole lot, and, like, even though in that episode, The Contenders, where you finally see them, like, as a couple hanging out together and not doing math, except for that Charlie kind of wants to. Like, I just want to know, like, do you think they're going to get married? Do you think they're going to break up? Do you think they're going to, like, ever have kids? Like, what do you think is up with them? I feel like this relationship is so strange. It's something that I've never seen on TV before. It's almost like a totally professional relationship, except for it's not, (laughs) which makes it weird. But at the same time, it's a, it's a great new dynamic to discover. And I just um, I just want to know what everyone else thinks, like, where they're headed. Because I feel that there's something about this relationship that's a little questionable. And something has to happen to the relationship sometime. Um, maybe not next episode, but, you know, within the next couple of seasons. And um, so I just was wondering what you all think about that. So send in your comments, and um, I'll give you the places to send them in at the episode, like always. Um, okay, and then... I do believe next week is an all-new episode of, I even said the wrong TV show, is an all-new episode of Numbers. So, go ahead, don't forget to watch that. Send in your comments as soon as you can after that, and I will try to get them on the air ASAP. Otherwise, everything can be delayed a week. That is fine. Send them in whenever you can. If you have comments on the last two episodes, feel free to send those in, too. Okay, so I want to encourage you all right now um, to go to tvguide.com. Uh, for any information you need on numbers and any other TV show you're watching. But in the community blog section, I have started a blog. My username is JLG Boxset Queen um, because I own nearly between four to five hundred dollars of box sets, even though I'm a poor college student. That's where all my money goes. Um, hopefully, maybe one day I'll have a job at TV Guide. That would be like the greatest thing ever. Anyways, um, I have started a blog there, again, under JLG Boxset Queen. And um, the blog is called The Old, The New, and The In Between. It's, um, I don't necessarily blog, necessarily blog about numbers, uh, my boys or Grey's Anatomy. They will sneak their way in there, I'm sure, over time. But, um, they're pretty much donated, uh, donated, devoted to any TV shows that I watch during the week, such as House or, um, anything else I watch. I watch periodically through the week. I do watch a lot of recordings. And it'll also be about old stuff, like I just blogged about Ned and Stacy. if any of you remember Thomas Hayden Church and that beautiful, beautiful comedy. Um, and so if you want to check that out, that would be wonderful. Um, and then also, I have three other blogs that I know I've told you about before, the JLG My Boys, uh, JLG My Boys podcast, the JLG Grey's Anatomy podcast, and the JLG Wonderful Women of Television podcast. Right now we are featuring... Um, Lauren Graham and the Wonderful Women of Television, which I will also be referring to as WWOT. And um, within a few weeks, I do believe Kate Walsh is the next actress I have lined up. Um, Diane Farr will be 
featured for a few weeks on this podcast, not this particular podcast, on the WWOT podcast, as well as Navi Rawat, Rabbit, I don't know how to say her last name, I will figure it out before I do my podcast on her, they will be fe- featured in the future, hopefully soon, um, and so I will tell you when that comes in, so you guys can all tune in if you want to hear about that, um, so check out that podcast, I think that's a lot of fun too. Um, also, if you need to send you do need to send it. Let's just put it that way. I would love to hear from you. So please send in your comments, and I'm going to give you a few ways to do that right now. You can go to the jlg-numbers.blogspot.com website, and remember that numbers, instead of an E, is a 3, as is in within the show. So, then we have... Um, there you can, in the upper right hand corner, you can leave me an audio, which is a voice message, or you can go onto the blog, like the entries itself, and you can leave comments there. That's great too. If you need uh, a different way to send audio commentary, I don't know if you can leave it on the blog, but I have a great way for you to do it. You can send it to me via email. You can send me comments or um, information, news, or questions about numbers. Um, I know I'm pretty big into the pop culture scene and I'm pretty well informed about TV and I will also I'm also more than willing to do information searching for you um, if you have questions about numbers so if you have any questions go ahead and send them on in and I will do my best to answer them and also if you want to okay so the point of that phrase set up commentary thing was for me to give you my email address which you can actually find on the blog but um you can also find it right here as i give it to you it is jlg uh hold on i can't for the life of me remember my email address on any of these podcasts i've recorded lately it's jlg podcasting at gmail.com so go on ahead and send in your comments and stuff there and hopefully if you send in audio comments i'm actually going to be posting putting them into the integrating them into the recording of these podcasts which would be really great so uh yeah definitely try and do that it'll be great input for this and also i will be reading as many emails and um comments that i possibly can so definitely send in your comments and emails to me this week it'll be great to hear from you all and don't forget to watch the new episode of numbers that's coming up on cbs this friday i'm pretty sure it's this friday if it's wrong i'm so sorry and um, check your local listings for times. I'm pretty sure it's 10 o'clock Eastern time. So go on ahead, check that out. And I hope that you all have a wonderful week. And don't forget to send in your feedback and comments as I continue to plea. All right, see you later.